All This Podcast is brought to you by All This International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Dev Bapat. Dev is the head of AI ML data products at Cisco. Dev, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So I mentioned there, or welcome back, uh, Dev, you were on the podcast previously in, in your former company, J&J. So I'm excited to get you back on because you've since moved, taken on a really fascinating role with Cisco. But for anyone who hasn't not heard the episode we did previously at your time in J&J, can you give a very brief background on your journey in tech? And then we can jump into your new role, and your new project. Absolutely. So thanks for the opportunity. I was with J&J for around nine years, primarily initially focusing on supply chain data science and engineering. So predicting the bottlenecks and predicting quality or other issues that could happen across the network and optimizing them. That was a primary role. And then subsequent to that, I took positions of increasing responsibility in commercial and R&D, again in the same arena of data science, engineering and product management all the way from Salesforce optimization to customer targeting to surgeon targeting, as well as pricing optimization and everything in the middle of that entire sales lifecycle. And eventually also moving into R&D to predict surgical outcomes and also predict and recommend standardizations of surgical steps in order to improve effectiveness. Currently, I'm at Cisco. I recently joined Cisco around six months ago. The primary responsibilities there are, uh, one is we manage an entire platform. Cisco has a fascinating data asset platform where you can actually look at any asset at any given point in time, and it has a significant amount of traceability that comes in handy on many occasions where you have to take emergency action across many assets, given how Cisco operates its networking equipment and security across the globe. Our job is to maintain that data platform and then also run prediction algorithms on focusing primarily on customers' willingness to renew, customers' propensity to renew, and our renewal predictions. So that is our primary role. We support the entire enterprise on that. Thank you for the background and overview. And you mentioned there at the beginning of this year, you switch roles from J&J to take this new position at Cisco. The title being head of AI, ML and data products, and you've given a bit of an insight into what that involves. Can you talk about what attracted you to this role, why you decided to move from J&J to Cisco and what it's been like in the first eight months since joining? So a couple of positive things. I thoroughly enjoyed my tenure at Johnson & Johnson. It is a company that is extremely well respected and for all the right reasons. When this role came along, it was a different role in a couple of areas. One is, as many of you people might be aware, Cisco is going through a business model transformation from a hardware and software business to a subscription and services business. 
every large company is always undergoing some sort of transformation or another at every given point in time cisco is as well but very rarely do you get a chance in transformation of such a magnitude and i got an opportunity to see it from the ground floor that was step 1 and then the second point was actually i get full stack ownership of the platform as well as building data science and engineering products in jnj kind of that was split whereas here i get the entire stack so those were the two primary areas of attraction for me as it relates to changing roles so dev your role obviously reports directly into the chief data and analytics officer and you're very much hands on in in shaping the new direction of ai ml and data for cisco what are some of the changes that you and your team are working on and and what can we expect to see that will be different in the overall data environment once you've completed yeah. this transition yeah that's a great question so first off cisco just like any other big company has different data science groups as well i would say cisco data science is more advanced on the engineering side because they have assets that generate data and can help monitor data and help monitor performance and health of the assets so that's so one area that cisco is already good at our responsibility is more on the commercial and renewal portion of the business what i envision is at this point in time in just like any b2b company uh, which cisco is also the decision making process is a combination of data and relationships over a period of time i would envision what would success look like is it is over indexed on data you will never replace the last mile of relationship between a sales manager or a renewals manager with the end customer especially in a b2b business where the number of customers are small but the dollar per customer is very high but i would envision that the sales and renewals managers actually make decisions driven on data and relationship rather than just relationship so that's the first one the second one that i would envision is we can as they the common thing goes is you want to know where the puck is going we want to make sure that we actually arm the sales and renewals managers with proactively arm them with targets as well as opportunities versus reactively chasing every opportunity so we can tell them which opportunity has a higher propensity to buy which opportunity has a higher propensity to convert which opportunity has a higher propensity to renew that would be a second area of success and the third area for success is how do we embed and that is a kind of a major theme for me it was a major theme in jnj and it will be a major theme here as well how do we build such data products that are embedded into the business processes so that we don't do just one off prototypes which do generate value but they don't scale how do we make sure that we have scalable data products that are embedded into the business processes that the sales managers and renewals managers are using on a day in and day out basis you are listening to the oldis podcast When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions. www.aldis.com. Deb, with this level of investment into AI, machine learning and data, it's obviously going to have an impact on the team. Can you give us a, an overview of some of the opportunities that are going to be created for people working in the AI space to to come and, and join Cisco, what it's like to be part of the multifaceted team now and where the growth is going to come from in the next year to 2 years? 
absolutely. And I'll segment the answer because one is I will always call it a macro answer and a micro answer. Let me start first with the micro where in our group, for example, where we are also investing heavily in data science and data engineering. The opportunity is, as I indicated earlier, we want to focus on a full stack model. Companies tend to over-index on AI, ML, or data science only. We are truly in the process of building a full stack model where we definitely will need data scientists. We equally will need ML ops and data ops engineers as well as UI UX engineers. So that's the first area of opportunity that we are uh, identifying and investing in. At the macro level, given that Cisco is investing in data science heavily as well across different business entities, we are trying to create a federated ecosystem where we tap into each other's talents, where we tap into each other's data through APIs. If you can, if you, when you get a chance, you can go through the Cisco annual earnings where they specifically talk about how Cisco is making sure that all its products are interacting and interconnected through different APIs. So at a macro level, that presents an opportunity for talent in that area as well. So Dev, obviously the attraction to Cisco is to be part of this uh, transition and be involved at all levels, which gives some excitement, but also some challenges along the way. Can you talk about what you're excited about to be part of this project and some of the challenges that you're going to face and how you're going to, how you intend to tackle them and overcome them with your experience? Sure. I think what excites me about this opportunity is a truly transformational opportunity. If we get it right, the first thing that happens is Cisco as a company gets some more predictable revenue stream and we can actually improve the productivity of our sales force by helping them target the right opportunities versus chasing many opportunities. So that that is uh, what excites me. What keeps me up at night is transformations generally take time. Uh, you kind of uh, try a few things out, you succeed at some, then you have to recalibrate for some. So that's the first part. The second part, what worries me a little bit is on the macro trend, because some of the macro trends do impact some of the uh, uh, quarterly earnings or annual earnings, which eventually do impact budgets. So the one thing that keeps me up at night is how will the macro trends actually impact some of our uh, programs and some of our activities and how do we guard against them or how do we proactively kind of identify the risks that those macro trends might present to us and how we act upon them. After all, if we are saying we are the data science and AI ML, we should be good at predicting a few things as well. Dev, obviously in, in your career, you've managed, led, hired uh, and developed lots of talent across not just data science, but engineering, machine learning, and, and you're going to continue to do so at an even larger scale now at Cisco. Given the roles are always changing and evolving and, and emerging positions like MLOps, for instance, for people who are just starting out now, what advice could you offer to junior candidates or people who are making the switch from academia to industry to help them? stay on top of the changes while also follow areas of interest that they're particularly strong at and how can they maximize opportunities that's available to them throughout their career? Oh, absolutely. So I think sometimes I remind myself of the quote that at one point in time, a senior executive was asked, what advice uh, do you give to young people? And he said, the best advice that I got when I was young was not to listen to any other advice. But with that said, I think what I would generally look at is intellectual curiosity. 
this technical field aspect is changing that one you have to be intellectually curious to keep yourself updated on the technical aspect of AIML. As you said, things are growing and things are expanding. But then the second aspect is business understanding and model explainability. What generally succeeds is not just that you have the best algorithm. What generally succeed is you have an explainable algorithm that the end user can and can use and can embed into their day-to-day -day business processes because ultimately your algorithm is going to drive somebody's sales. Ultimately, your algorithm is going to drive uh, somebody's security challenges. It is going to drive or improve somebody's surgical outcomes. So they have to have that confidence, which means that they need to understand why things are happening in your algorithm the way they are. So that's why I always help or push people, especially the folks that are translating from that are transitioning from academy to the industry to have that intellectual curiosity on the business side. What problem is your algorithm solving as well as on the technical side? How best to solve it technically? So that that I think would be the critical element that I generally look at in candidates. And that would be an advice that I would give to the candidates. Dev, thank you so much for coming back on the show. You were one of the early guests and that helped us get the podcast to where it is now. And it's great to hear about you yourself taking on new challenges and moving up. Obviously, the position you've taken at Cisco is an incredibly exciting one with a huge project. With that, you've given us a great look behind the scenes and obviously Cisco are investing heavily in this space. So there's going to be lots of opportunities for people listening to to be part of this project over the next few years. So we wish you, the team and everyone at Cisco the best of luck in, in making this switch and look forward to hearing from you again very soon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me and thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oldest Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.